0: I think uh, just uh, worthy uh, to note there, the gold price. Yes. Um, You know, we know it's about, you know, safe haven status of gold. Mm -hmm. uh, But uh, yeah, uh, how does South Africa benefit from that? Um, Well, maybe let's just first start with it's not only about safe haven buying. There are a number of factors that are pulling into why the gold price has been so elevated. And in actual fact, it's increased by over 13% over Mm. the past year. And it's broken that technical resistance level of 1,300, which is quite big for the gold price. And there are a number of reasons why this gold price is elevated besides the geopolitical tension that we see one is that trump effect so we have the general negative sentiment towards trump that we've seen over the past couple of months there's uncertainty surrounding his administration and his inability to get through get his policies through the second reason is we spoke on monday about the us fed chairwoman's speech at the jackson hole on friday and there the market expected her to speak about the us monetary policy and She didn't speak about it at all. In fact, she spoke about something completely different, which was about regulations after the financial crisis. And on a third point, the reason why it's been so elevated is a potential U.S. government shutdown. So just to let the listeners know what that's about is that the U.S. is currently reaching its expenditure ceiling, which means that their budget must be raised in order to allow for the spending that they want to do. To see in the economy, and at the moment, the Democrats and the Republicans cannot agree on this because they know that Trump is going to use that spending for things such as building the wall, or for his protectionist policies, um, which would allow him to have that closed economy. And the reason why gold is being uh, gold is being elevated is because of that dollar weakness. So, if there's a potential U.S. shutdown, or if they raise the ceiling. It will mean that the U.S. has to issue more debt, and the issuing of more debt results in a budget deficit. And that is what is resulting in that dollar weakness and therefore pushing up and propping up those gold prices. Um, So, of course, gold is a store of value. It's seen as... As a safe haven to move your money during times of, of tension, during times of uncertainty. And we've seen this with the equities pulling back. We've seen this with the dollars pulling back. And we've seen this with people pulling their money into the yen. And it's so ironic because the missiles which were sent by North Korea early yesterday morning went over Japan. But then how come the yen is going up, mm. which is which is quite strange. But historically, also, the yen has been a safe haven in that region. And what Asian investors generally do is that when there's uncertainty in in that market, or in that region, they naturally just move all their money to the yen or to Japanese bonds. Um, so from a South African perspective um, – Hopefully it will be it will translate to something positive of the long term in terms of the price of gold and companies as you, you'd mentioned um earlier that gold stocks are up mm. which would mean that the likes of the Anglo will be benefiting. And if you and me have stocks in the likes of Anglo, it obviously means um more money for us and more positives for us. Well, maybe you. I know I'm not in there. But uh, US consumer confidence <laughs> data also came out yesterday, uh, Fundiswa. What were some of the highlights there? Yes, so the conference board gives a monthly update of the U.S. Consumer Confidence Index. And this index generally just shows market or consumer sentiment in in particular. And consumer confidence rose from 121 in July to 123 in August. And this is its highest level since late 2000s. And this basically indicates that Americans are quite upbeat about the present and future economic conditions in the country. And this index is very important in the American context because consumers drive around 70% of America's GDP. And if we bring it back to us as to why it's important for South Africans to observe this index, it's because a growing consumer confidence means a growing U.S. economy. And a growing U.S. economy has certainly has a positive effect on South Africa, especially in terms of trade. So The market had actually forecasted a decline in this index and they said it would go down to around 120, but now the opposite happened. And this tells us a story that consumers in the US foresee a p- expansion in the economy and they have a positive outlook on the general health of the economy. And this outcome is no surprise. I mean, we've spoken about how America has 16-year unemployment lows. We've also spoken when non-farm payrolls came out that the US is actually creating more jobs than they actually expected, and we've seen a slight increase in the incomes of Americans. So, It wasn't a surprise, actually. I don't know how the market went the opposite way, but it's not a surprise that um, that this index is showing improvement. Um, But there were slight issues which may have dampened the index and may have given indication to the market that it would pull back. And this would be, again, uncertainty surrounding the Trump administration as well as those Charlottesville protests that we saw in America a few weeks ago and the subsequent disbanding of Trump's business councils. But in spite of this, consumers in America are like, we are happy, we are positive about the economy. And uh, closer to home, uh, the Bank of Rwanda plans to increase capital. Tell us more about that. Yes, interesting story. I love African stories and about a continent. So, the Bank of Rwanda plans to raise 60 to 100 million dollars by next year in order to expand its business. And, just in general, how you raise capital, how corporates raise capital and money is either through debt or equity. So, in this case, the Bank of Rwanda has chosen to list and therefore raise money through equity. And the bank is even considering listing on other stock exchanges besides their own. So they're thinking of listing shares on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, the Nairobi Stock Exchange, as well as the London Stock Exchange. So if they decide to cross-list, so cross-list meaning list in SA and also list in Rwanda, it would mean that a portion of that 60 to 100 million would be issued on, let's say, our exchange on the JSE, and some of it would be issued on the local market. So, essentially, the bank wants to raise this money in order to grow and expand. And, in fact, it wouldn't be a surprise that they would look outside of their own borders in order to raise this money and the capital because capital in Rwanda is limited. They have a really small market. So, corporates who operate in small economies such as the likes of Rwanda would have to look beyond their borders in order to raise the capital that they need to grow. And this move is fantastic because I love intra-Africa investment, intra-African trade, anything intra-Africa. I absolutely love it. And this would allow you and me just to, if they list on the JC to be able to invest in another African country, another African growth story, and another African corporate, which would be amazing. So investors who actually buy a share in this bank would be looking at that. They'd be taking a positive view on Rwanda, on where Rwanda is going, the future of Rwanda. And they actually would see Rwanda as an investment opportunity. And I certainly see Rwanda's investment opportunity. Their growth story over the past couple of years, even decade, has been amazing. Mm, indeed. Mm. And uh, perhaps at some point we, we should talk more about investment opportunities on the African continent. Yes, I would love that. Yeah, I yes. think so.